This is The Capital View with Travis Portwood, Chief Investment Officer with Allen Capital Group. June 2023, Tilting the Odds. Investing well has little to do with our intelligence and plenty to do with our behavior. Check Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and regardless of how markets or the economy are performing, inevitably, there's a cynical mob declaring, the Fed broke everything. A deep recession's around the corner. Stocks are overvalued. Pessimistic views and attitudes draw us in because we're compelled to act. After all, Attempting to sidestep risks, failures, and losses feels sensible. Continue scrolling through your feed, and you'll encounter optimists preaching a contrary gospel. The Fed will achieve a soft landing. We're in a new bull market. AI equals unlimited growth. Latching on to optimism is challenging. It requires faith, trust, and resilience, all of which feel reckless amid adversity. Nothing is more pessimistic than boundless optimism because eventually we will all be disappointed. A test to help preserve our sanity. When reading an article or listening to your favorite podcast, ask yourself, will this matter in a year? Five years? Ten? We usually won't care about whatever we're reading in a week. It may be intriguing, but it's likely chatter. It has an expiration date. Market predictions. Quarterly earnings and political theater are examples of expiring knowledge. However, they draw more attention than they deserve for several reasons. They're everywhere, and they're relentless, hunting our short attention spans. Anxious to squeeze out insight before it loses relevance, we chase it down. Our energy is better spent developing enduring knowledge, principles, and frameworks that help us organize expiring information within a larger theoretical scaffolding. An example, short-term fluctuation in asset prices, better known as volatility, isn't risk. Genuine risk is not having what you need when you need it. The former is noise if you considered it beforehand. Respecting the latter is critical to linking our portfolios to our long-term plans. Brushing aside tightening financial conditions and grave concerns about our banking system's health, the stock market rally swelled through the second quarter of 2023. Technology, consumer discretionary, and the communications sector outperformed the S&P 500, thrusting the NASDAQ to its strongest first half since 1983. FOMO seeped in the markets, driving anything loosely associated with artificial intelligence, or AI, higher. Sound familiar? Investors bellied up to the trough, hailing AI as the largest technological innovation since the internet. AI's effect on our economy, jobs, and growth could be profound, but only some companies involved will be winners. Yet capital markets are discounting visions of the future from science fiction as much as company earnings. There seems as little to stifle the bull market's momentum off the October 22 lows. The aggregate and universal bond indexes slipped slightly during the second quarter as yields on the 10-year treasury needled investors, creeping 0.51% higher 
from the regional bank crisis lows. Bond markets are reluctantly acclimating to the sobering reality that higher interest rates may linger. Brief pause? After 10 consecutive rate hikes, the Fed finally took a breather in June, holding the Fed funds rate at 5 to 5.25%. The central bank can take some comfort in knowing their preferred measure of inflation, core PCE, has fallen from a peak of 5.4% to 4.6%. However, recent comments from the Fed suggest that monetary easing markets crave is a long way off. For now, the Fed is preaching a tightening bias. As Chairman Powell commented, there is still a risk of doing too little to pull down inflation, noting he wouldn't take hiking interest rates at the next two consecutive policy meetings off the table. The pause may morph into a skip as the most likely next move for the Fed is another rate hike, not a cut. The Fed will continue to pump the brakes until they get what they want, slower growth and slower inflation. The higher cost of financing strangles economic activity and punishes those over-leveraged, increasing the risk of another financial market accident. See the U.S. regional bank crisis. So far, many crises have been well-contained, but the harder they push, the more likely we will see a grinding stop in bank lending, capital markets issuance, consumer spending, CapEx spending, or a correction in financial markets. The world adjusting to an era in which money is no longer free will disrupt our economy. It's hard to imagine there won't be bumps along the way. Managing our risk in thorny environments is always prudent. But remember, risk control isn't an action so much as it is a mindset. It stems mainly from putting as much emphasis on avoiding mistakes as achieving greatness. The narrowing. All valuation in finance is a number today multiplied by a story about tomorrow. Good stories and bad stories. Over the short term, supply and demand, mood and momentum dictate market prices, which only tells us what people are willing to pay. Cash flows, growth potential, and risk drive valuation. For any asset, the gap between the two can expand or contract sometimes to extreme levels. Feeding off AI euphoria, giant companies are growing larger. The five largest stocks in the S&P 500 now account for over 24% of the index weight, while being responsible for the bulk of the index's positive performance. Apple and Microsoft's combined values are almost double the combined market capitalizations of the entire energy and materials sectors. Apple itself is worth more than the Russell 2000 small cap index. JP Morgan is worth more than all publicly traded regional banks. We don't know the catalyst for a change in this dynamic, but narrow market leadership continues to work against value-conscious investors. Inflation remains sticky and embedded globally. Threats of a recession continue to accumulate. The yield curve, still the single best predictor of a recession, remains deeply inverted. Expectations for 2024 S&P 500 operating earnings have fallen from the start of the year to today. A modest decline, but reinforces the fact that the bulk of the S&P 500's price gains year-to-date 
has been due to buoyant investor sentiment or multiple expansion. A combination of slower expected earnings growth and higher long-term interest rates is inconsistent with multiple expansion or the continued outperformance of long-duration tech stocks. Caveat emptor. It's important to remember that everything from breakfast cereal to cloud computing becomes cyclical in a recession. A company previously perceived as secure can look vulnerable. On the other hand, we might not have a recession, but the lagged effects of Fed hikes will continue to drag the economy down over the coming 12 to 18 months, which could lead to a period of stagnant 0 to 1% growth and 4% inflation. Even though that's not technically a recession, it'll feel like one. Conclusion Stocks and bonds enjoyed a triumphant first half of 2023. Positive performance for equities this year is mainly attributable to a small swath of mega-cap stocks riding the euphoric AI surge. Narrow markets are familiar, but the S&P 500 is more concentrated than ever, a fragile environment as the threats of a recession mount. Cautious optimism, while building reasonable exposure to sectors beyond giant tech, is appropriate at this point. Little attention is given to the continued threat of climbing rates and persistent restrictive monetary policy. In that scenario, interest rates will not constantly retreat or remain ultra-low over the next 5 to 10 years. Financial markets aren't convinced the Fed will stick to purging inflation. They either have a rosier view of inflation receding or feel monetary tightening will force something else to break, provoking aggressive rate cuts even if inflation exceeds target. Market history is one of excesses and corrections. Strong market movements in one direction are more than likely followed, sooner or later, by a correction in the opposite direction. Trees and trends don't grow to the sky, so successful investing involves embracing caution and daring simultaneously. Cautious enough to always prepare for market upheaval, which carries opportunity cost, yet daring enough to feel uncomfortable over the short term, enabling you to enjoy growth over the long term. When you tilt the odds in your favor, filter through the noise, and focus on acquiring enduring knowledge, the world does most of the work for you. This has been Travis Portwood, Chief Investment Officer with Allen Capital Group.